that's what we need in our busy, busy um, lives is is a is a vacation <laughs> that we take every day into the depths of our being. Hi, I'm Gemma Petherbridge, and this is the Higher Self School podcast. Each month, we explore topics that are perfect for the spiritually inclined and curious. So, if you're part of the Awakened Generation, this podcast is perfect for you. Hi everyone, welcome back. So today I'm going to be joined by Dr. Paul Douglas, who is going to speak to us about cultivating a meditation practice. And in particular, I'm hoping this will be useful for those people who maybe would like to meditate, but feel there is some resistance or you've tried to meditate and you're finding that you can't. Paul has a very particular style he's used and he's cultivated and he also teaches that really does speak to those kind of people. Now, also, Dr. Paul has a very interesting background, originally a computer programmer. He then went on to study Western medicine, but from there, his speciality when he left was Eastern medicine. So he's got that really amazingly interesting crossover of both ideas and concepts. So I met Paul last year when I signed up to his school, New World Ayurveda, to study to become an Ayurveda practitioner and listening to him, his teachings, his lessons, his experience was very profound for me. There was a lot to take on. It's going to be, I'm still embodying all the information because he works at that level. He really offers everything. As well as teaching people Ayurveda, he also does spiritual mentoring and through a different website of his, if you go to New World Ayurveda, that's where you'll go for that particular topic. But separately, there is a website, Heart-Based Meditation, where he teaches people his favourite and preferred meditation technique. All of this information will be in the bio. And I have attended it. And within the Ayurveda course, we had to do 200 hours of meditation. And it is a meditation that I found I could sustain for that period of time. So I am going to cross over to Paul now and myself, you'll see, so that he can share more about himself and so that we can start talking about meditation. So guys, enjoy. Okay, Dr. Paul, welcome. Lovely to have you with us. Can we start with a quick um, breakdown or could you just um, give us a bit of your backstory? Because I know you're background is very interesting thanks it's great to be here and thanks for having me here and my background is kind of a (laughs) disconnect i started out actually um in psychology Mm -hmm. and uh, worked on a on a psych ward uh, for several years and then of course the logical thing would then be to become a software engineer <laughs> i love that and so uh, it was it was really a practical thing to um, be able to support my family in the county that i was in uh, was the services being cut back and um and this whole time i was studying herbology i was studying 
um, Chinese medicine, reading what I could about Ayurveda, and um, and finally just realized that I didn't want my tombstone to read he programmed well. And so <laughs> I decided uh, I had seen so many people helped with these other systems of medicine that I would uh, uh, go to medical school and see if I could integrate it uh, into modern medicine. And so I did a, a training in uh, internal medicine and, um, and eventually started to do training programs. But all during that time, I was practicing meditation. And it was really key to my ability to be <laughs> able to get through all of that. And so um, I have a very, uh, very eclectic kind of background. You do, you do. And um, it's interesting to know that that's why you started meditation. Thank you. We'll jump back on that subject, I think, in a minute. But yeah, literally, you are here today as someone I deem almost my meditation guru, uh, done lots of trainings with you. Any listeners who don't know, I studied with Paul last year to be an Ayurvedic practitioner. And it was one of the most profound courses and the amount of information. And also to work with someone who has such a vast background yourself was inspiring. So thank you. And when yeah. I started to do this month's topic, it became clear very, very quickly that you'd be the person I was going to ask to talk about meditation in particular. And can we start by you maybe explaining to people why you think meditation is so important? You know, I think in the future, we're going to look back and, and just as, you know, we discovered vitamins in the field of nutrition, mm -hmm. as the science evolves, I think as the science evolves, we're going to understand that, that meditation is just an essential part of human development. It is, it is fundamental to us being able to integrate both sides of the brain and really make use of all of what we have in terms of potential in the human nervous system. And so I think it's it's actually just fundamental growth. And it's really the basis for so much in terms of inner growth and development, and certainly in terms of spirituality. Such a beautiful answer. Thank you. Could you speak about your own personal practice? Um, you've just explained when you started, um, maybe what was going on in your life that made you turn to meditation and then what you do every day, what that is for you? Sure. I, I actually started seeking that a form of meditation um, after my brother slipped to me this book called The Master Game by uh, Philip mm. DeRope. And the master game was about all the different life aims and the purpose and meaning in life and that there is this game of games where we actually look at developing awareness and becoming aware of the total reality. And in the book, he talked about meditation and he talked about the martial arts. So at that point, I actually decided that I wanted to do both. And so when I turned 18, 
I um, actually I tried to meditate on my own first, <laughs> which was a disaster. At that point, I was extremely mental and and extremely hyper in terms of the mental activity, and and it it just was torture to try to focus and 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 try to get that to settle down. And uh, so I've I've tried many different styles. I finally ended uh, um, uh, just through again serendipity, if there is such a thing. <laughs> um, Everyone here is going to say that there is for sure. <laughs> this um, uh, neighbor actually, uh, I told him about the book, and he said, "Oh, well, if you if you." are interested in meditating. I just started, you're going to love this, Paul. You're just going to love this. And it turned out it was an effortless style of mantra-based meditation that um, uh, he had been taught and that there was a teacher in town who was um, uh, available. And so I um, went ahead and started at that point. And um, and so it really was out of a desire for greater awareness and really to understand life uh, uh, better. You know, what, you know, however people come to meditation, whether it's, you know, because they're interested in, in being more relaxed or finding inner peace or, or expanding awareness, it really doesn't matter. It's just that fundamental to our inner growth and also to our well-being. And so from that, you know, that just, um, it just became a, sort of my lifestyle. And in one point in my first year of college, I, I got a, a part-time job and I took an extra course and I was just like, oh, I'm too busy to meditate. <laughs> mm. And I just noticed as the weeks went by that the quality of my experience and the efficiency of my learning, everything started to decrease. And, and so it was at that point I realized, oh, I, if, if I'm too busy to meditate, I'm too busy. <laughs> mm. and, and so I, I stopped the part-time job and, and started meditating again and, um, and never looked back. Even even in medical school, it's what allowed me to get through medical school. I I did not miss a meditation. So that's interesting. Just because, and not because is... I'm so disciplined. I mean, obviously, I have a little bit to to go to medical school, but <laughs> it's it's that it made such a huge difference in the quality of my life. And so that's that's really how I got started and, and why I stuck with it. And, and during that time, I, I experimented with different, you know, um, different forms of Zen and other things. And, and eventually, um, right around the time I started the Ayurveda school in the early 2000s, I, um, I realized that my patients who had a, a deep meditation practice improves their health so much more more quickly. Mm. They, they really progressed and, and coming into balance so fast that I realized that I, I needed to be teaching 
a form of meditation that was easy for people to do and that would fit into the modern lifestyle. And, and so I, I met with some many very evolved individuals, some enlightened individuals, and really looked at, okay, what, what can be done that can fit well? And, and part of that was really a focus on the heart for me. And, and so that's sort of how I got into teaching the heart-based meditation. It really is. It's. It really is a, an element of, of tuning into the subtle feeling level, that carries us very quickly to that expanded consciousness, and so that's that's where uh, my practice now lies, and that's that's the approach that I teach. There there is a sound based element to it, or we could say mantra, but it's really the sound aspect or the vibrational aspect of that that we focus on but that's only a, a a vehicle into that subtle aspect of the heart that subtle light and love that we come to in the meditation what made you focus i mean i've experienced that meditation it's it's a very uh, very quickly a bliss peace state that is it's interesting that it's internal for me as well i feel it inside the body like that's in me where you like the stresses have gone and there's instant nothingness in a in a good way that's not a scary feeling at all is it it's just pure bliss what, you said that you decided to focus on the heart energy was like could you explain your process of focusing on that because yeah, I, I don't I, I can explain it but i can't really <laughs> well i think you just explained sense. it in the sense that yeah <laughs> bliss is hard to resist <laughs> yes oh i like that <laughs> and and too much of the time we try to take meditation and make it work or make it a goal i have to achieve this state and instead this is something that really is is natural when we come to know the depths of our being then we then we become aware of this element of our being that is peaceful that is blissful that is attractive and then meditation doesn't become work, it becomes a vacation. It becomes mm. a, a blissful part of the day. And vacation sounds a good word. Yeah, and that's, that's what we nice. need. Yeah. That's what you know, that's what yeah. we need in our busy, busy uh, lives is is a is a vacation <laughs> that we take every day. Mm -hmm into the depths of our being and then ways of also integrating more of that that peace and bliss into our moment-to-moment -moment experience where we you know as we utilize the heart center as a as a window as a gateway then when we put our attention on that during the day that helps to integrate all of that very quickly Thank you. That's lovely. Um, you've, you've just said about the vacation and a lot of people being busy, stressed. And we were talking beforehand where I said that a lot of people would say to me they don't have 
so they don't have the time for meditation and you've also said yourself when you got to that point you felt the difference which has pulled you back to the meditation not away from it yeah could you speak about um for one did you increase the amount of time you meditated that was my original question but also if people can't meditate for long what could they do what's how would you negate that for them yeah so the, here's the thing um when i came back to it i it, i i didn't necessarily increase it later at later times you know there's a there's a time in our development where we may need a little bit more time mm -hmm. with meditation but that doesn't last forever <laughs> and mm -hmm. and so you know we can be efficient with it and most of the time people who have trouble with meditating for any length of time it's it's really the technique is not allowing them to have that experience that is a vacation mm -hmm. and so then it becomes it becomes very hard to just sit there with the thoughts and all that's going on and so that's it you know people assume well there's something wrong with me <laughs> well not necessarily i mean it, if you can fall asleep you can meditate because in order to fall Makes asleep sense. you have to let go and mm. and so this process of letting go and turning inward is something that we all do it's it's just how do we make it really efficient in a way that we maintain awareness so that we can come to know the full extent of of our inner being and and so it's it's really finding the style of meditation that really works for you and you know i'm obviously prejudiced <laughs> as to what to what most people find is is going to work for them but but for some people there are you know for some people you know zen works for them it's and and so whatever works for you is is what you want and if it's not working don't give up <laughs> find instruction you know find more instruction or find a different approach an instruction and a different approach until you find something that really allows you to to come to that greater awareness and allows you to actually experience the benefits because you will be more efficient when you experience that that peace and that clarity that goes with the peace that is something that allows your thinking to be more efficient it allows your memory to be better it allows you to have a greater ability to come into synchronicities and so everything in the life becomes easier everything becomes more efficient as we meditate and therefore we have the time and that's you know in my own story i you know i was studying well 
with the clarity, I was able to take on more. And then I took on more. And then I took on more until I had hey, decided, oh, well, I'm too busy to meditate. And not realizing the reason I've been able to take on more is because I was meditating. That's really amazing. So as an onlooker, I've always been amazed how you've qualified and studied in so many different fields some that one of those fields would be someone's one call the whole of their life that one qualification and you've you've done multiple ones and it sounds like meditation has vastly supported that ability would you oh, say yeah. I you know I I could yeah. not have gotten through the stress of residency without uh, meditation and and just the ability to you know to to study I mean I would I I was a conceptual learner, and so I could grasp concepts pretty easily and, and did well in school. Um, but when I went to medical school, it was like you just had to memorize. And that wasn't yeah. my forte. And so I, I even had to learn how to study in order to, you know, in order to learn what I needed to in, in medical school. And and it was that clarity again there there came a point where i'd be studying and i could see the page and i'd actually start to remember part of a page so that when i would take the test oh yeah that was on the inside of this page and that's the answer and so you know it's just things like that yeah. that developed as i continued to meditate more I think that's so profound for people to hear that you become you'll end up almost with a bit more time if you meditate the brain goes nope I don't have time but actually you're going to have at least the same amount of time if you meditate if not more production more productive days ahead hi guys Gemma here so we're taking a break from this week's episode so I can tell you about a free challenge that I'd like to invite you all to you may already be aware that every month now we focus on one topic so as you know this month we are doing routines last month we were doing moving from 3d to 5d and at the end of that month we had a 5d lifestyle techniques kind of masterclass. this month we are doing a challenge five days to raise your vibration so i am inviting everybody here to join me on the dates of the 6th monday the 6th to friday the 10th of march 2023 at 8am in the morning uk time so we have an hour together every day to show you different techniques and different ways that you can raise your vibration over that whole week you will fine tune your best options you would have created your ideal morning routine to raise that vibration and get you all to 5d now those overseas who can't make those times do not worry everything will be on a replay and if you are watching this after that time and therefore you've missed the live do not worry again you can access all of the replays if you love this and you want to get involved please do i'd love to see you there all you have to do is sign up to our school the higher self school the link is in the bio and you'll be able to attend that challenge with me all our other courses and classes that particular month all the replays of previous months including last month's 5d lifestyle workshop and then after that month you can either stay a member or you can go to our free community membership so you can stay involved with everyone there and have that dynamic live chat with me and our group 
So the link is in the bio to sign up and I hope to see you all there. But for now, let's head back to the main episode. Another thing I wanted to highlight that you said, because that's where I am right now, which is at the beginning, you you need to meditate more. Um, So sometimes I'm like, am I here 20 minutes, (laughs) an hour? Like what's happening right now? But then does that your experience, and I know this is your own experience and maybe some others that you've spoken to, but do you feel the need to sit for long periods of time come like reduce down after a while? Yes, there there are times, you know, as this gets more integrated, the point of meditation is not the experience of meditation. The point is the benefits and really integrating mm-hmm. that that greater peace, that greater awareness, that greater blissfulness into our lives. And so it's it's not about the meditation. And and so as things get more integrated, even the meditation becomes more efficient. Mm, Makes sense. And so there's not as, and, and so things will vary with time. Now, typically, in the beginning, we, we try to balance, you know, the needs of the individual and not, you know, take an excessive amount of time and, and like that. But again, the, the guidance, it, it's its good to have guidance in terms of all of this and have, you know, someone that you can talk to. A lot of people, just as I did, you know, I felt like, oh, well, I can do this on my own. <laughs> It, it just makes a huge, huge difference to to have a, a mentor, somebody who can, can help you along the way. That's interesting. That leads on to another question I was going to ask, which is um, there's n- not many, I guess, but a few things. But we've just said time being a limiting belief that people can bring in. I don't have enough time. Um, what are the other things that people maybe phrased earlier as they could do wrong, which would put them off a of meditation? that you maybe could suggest, you know, implementing this, like you said, maybe learning from a teacher rather than doing it on your own that makes for a more successful practice. Definitely. Definitely. I I think that's, that's one key. I think another, uh, another key is to um, get too focused on trying to do it right. And on, on the experience Mm -hmm. in the meditation it's like no it's it's you know <laughs> what is that expression there's some expression by their fruits you shall know them <laughs> it's by the fruits yeah. it's by what's happening in your life that's how you <laughs> evaluate whether the meditation is working not by your experience in the meditation and that's very profound people don't say that that often they'll say like you go get to the bliss state that's the experience not the almost it carries on into your everyday as well. Yeah, it's really important. I think this was the other thing that I think get, people get off track with, and that is a, a lot of the techniques of meditation have come from the monk traditions mm-hmm. and have that sort of ascetic kind of flavor. And and philosophy and so there's this attempt to be like 
non-attached and you know all of these other things and most people don't realize there there are techniques and methods that are for those of us in the world that focus on integration rather than on detachment or non-attachment mm -hmm. and and so <clears throat> again the 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 assumption would be oh well I'm in my life, I'm not feeling, I'm still feeling very attached. I still get very emotionally involved. And so my meditation must not be working. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, if you wanna be a monk, that's true. <laughs> but most of us are not really designed to be monks. And it's more about being able to integrate and to be loving what arises to bring some of that bliss into what's happening and being able to to um have that inner inner bliss in the midst of whatever emotion is coming up and really to be loving whatever arises within us within the life within others as we experience more and more of the peace and bliss then that becomes something that we're increasingly capable of as we integrate more in so the assumption is oh well you know my meditation doesn't work i'm i'm, I'm not in this infinitely peaceful state <laughs> and it's actually the meditation may be working very well it's it's that the, the result is a, an integration process and not a non-attachment process. So interesting, thank you. And very liberating for people, I think, because they try, they, I, myself included, and Paul, I'm sure you've even maybe experienced this as well, where you want to perform. So you want to perform a meditation well, and then the brain kicks in with the, you're not doing it properly. Yeah. So it's nice to hear, yeah, thank you. Um, so this is a random question, but when I really wanted to ask you, which was last year, I was studying yeah. with you and um, sometimes you didn't do it a lot, but I would ask you a question with the groups. We were doing this on Zoom together and sometimes you would reply to me that I need to meditate on that answer, which was probably more profound, I'm sure, than you just telling me the answer. Um, could you explain or give some information why you would offer that to people? Yeah, I think the um, first we really I wasn't clear, I guess that there, there needs to be a distinction between meditation and contemplation. And, mm. and so when we meditate on something, we're actually contemplating that. And and yeah. that process, even that is not well understood. Contemplation is really an intuitive process. It's not thinking deeply about something. It's it's opening to greater wisdom about something. And I could tell from your the spiritual work that you've done that that you have a great facility with intuition. And so I knew that you could uh, come to that wisdom if mm -hmm. you had the intention of looking at this in, a, in that peaceful state, in that um, contemplative state. And this is something that dramatically accelerates integration 
when we come to the deeper wisdom intuitively about something. And for that reason, I, I thought that you would really come to know it. Also, I wasn't sure that everybody in the class, if we had gone into something super esoteric, would have... <laughs> True. <laughs> I probably tried to take it that way sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Would have been able to follow. So I think that's that was also some of my motivation is not to um, not to lose everybody else. Well, I'm quite proud that you see me as on the esoteric trail. That's a nice. That's a compliment. Thank You're you. Welcome. And I guess that's another huge benefit of meditation like you said sometimes it turns into a contemplation um would you say that they i guess they sit well with each other would you ever feel that you've gone from one to the other or do you keep them separate in order for the technique of meditation to be the most efficient we want to separate it so like we would meditate mm -hmm. first and then say okay we've done that and then we would um, do a contemplation that's good to yeah so and that would be something coming up in your life maybe journaling as well yeah. often what we yeah. receive then it's good to write it down that helps the integration do you have a particular practice like that that you follow you do one and then the other yes <laughs> <laughs> interesting that's i'm going to be asking everyone for this particular month what's your practice <laughs> what do you do Some of those. Yeah. I find it really accelerates the integration. So I often will often look at the day and contemplate the what what was wisdom was gained. That's nice. Do you, so therefore do you meditate morning, evening, different times? I meditate typically twice a day and then I contemplate later in the evening. Mm. Lovely. Okay, so that was all the questions that I had in my mind planned, but I know you're a wealth of information on this topic. So is there anything we haven't covered that you think would be super beneficial for people to hear? I think it's really important for people to stop evaluating themselves around mm -hmm. this and, and look at it just like, you know, if you want better health, if you want a greater spiritual awareness, if you want a higher quality of life, then look at finding a, a meditation style that, that suits you. It really is important. It's sort of like if you, you know, if you want good dental health, you have to brush your teeth. And yeah. so it's like that. And you don't evaluate your teeth brushing every day. <laughs> Maybe once in a while you'll, you'll evaluate it. But most of the time it's something you just do it just becomes part of the lifestyle and and if there is a day so you have a crazy chaotic day you get stuck in the airport or something and you don't brush your teeth you really notice it you really do yeah <laughs> for sure and so meditation is like that don't make it into a um something that is like an experience that has to be something just make it an easy part of the day thank you on that note you're talking about finding meditation styles could you talk about yours your school and how people could contact you if they're interested 
in studying yeah. and you're trying those meditation techniques? Yeah, with the heart-based meditation that I teach, it's something I teach once a month and it's done um, in four sessions, um, you know, once a week uh, for an hour. And it's done uh, live online and people who are interested uh, can go to heartbasedmeditation.com and it's all run together. So there's no hyphen, um, all one word, heartbasedmeditation.com. And you just go under events and, and typically we have uh, the schedule there as to when the next uh, training starts. And am I right that you also offer retreats and mentoring programs? Yes, we every month we have a, a weekend retreat that starts Friday evening and goes to Sunday noon. It gives us a time to go more in depth with both meditation and contemplation. And it also is um, amazing to be meditating with a group, uh, even at a mm -hmm. distance even online there is a group effect that makes the meditations more profound and and we usually focus the on a theme for the weekend um usually one of the 12 facets of the heart and so things like gratitude things like compassion things like joy uh, appreciation things like presence and we take that theme and and we really look at how to integrate that on an experiential level into our lives and then to for those individuals who want to go very fast there is um uh, i do spiritual mentoring one-on-one uh, -on -one or in small groups of four uh, where we really look at uh, accelerating integration and have that deeper experience of peace and bliss. Perfect. Thank you. All of that information I'll ask Paul about and we'll add it to the show notes so people can just, when we say goodbye in a minute, they can just go down, scroll down, click on that and then go straight over to get in contact with you. But Paul, thank you so much. I know you are so busy, so it's very kind of you to spend some time with us to talk about such a profound kind of life-changing topic if people do get into their meditation so thank you so much from myself and the listeners you're very welcome it's always a joy for me to be talking about meditation and inner growth and development so thanks for the opportunity that's okay brilliant thank you everyone else i will speak to you next week when we have rachel coming back to ask a few final questions on this topic and until then I will speak to you everybody soon bye guys mm -hmm.